Hey everybody! This is the Danger Hour. You are listening to me. But James, why don't you introduce yourself so people know who you are? God damn it. Record timing with you. I am Jamesy Pooh. James Danger. Jimmy D. If you so prefer. And now that that's out of the way, how are you? Today is Wednesday night, February, February, February. 26th, 2014, in the year of our Lord. Uh, and in a, sh- in a few short hours, everybody, there will be rain in California. Oh my God, James, that scares me. You're one of those too, huh? I don't know why everyone in California loses their shit when the rain comes. Is it because they don't know how to drive in the rain? You know, that same old cliche, Californians don't know how to drive in the rain. Because we don't get any rain here. All right, it's 360 days of beauty with five days of rain. And uh, all this traffic, all these cars, all this oil all over the place, the rain makes it uh, come right up out of the ground and gets real slick. And everybody <laughs> everybody uh, turns into bumper cars on all the freeways. But I don't care because I can drive in the rain, just fine. It's all those retards out there you gotta look out for, especially the Asian ones. Who said that? I don't know, sure as hell wasn't me. But speaking of rain, I think California has been in a drought. But James, I don't think so. Well, yeah, I don't think so either, but that's what they said. California's been in a drought. I don't get what the big idea is, who cares? I mean, it doesn't affect me. I can turn on my fancy little faucet over here and water starts pouring right out of it. I can go to the grocery store and buy a Arrowhead water. I can buy in abundance. So I'm fine. <laughs> as long as I'm okay, I don't care. Now, do we need, do we need more rain? Does do the does Arrowhead uh, <clears throat> does Arrowhead up there in the mountain area? Does that need more rain to make more natural spring water? Maybe. I'm going to say yes. Look at me being selfish. Okay, fine. Rain, you may come. And that's going to be uh, in a few hours. And you know what? I'm going to enjoy it. Okay? I'm going to, I'm going to, tonight, I'm going to lay in my bed next to my beautiful, stunning wife after I pleasured her immensely. And I will listen to the beautiful, soothing sounds of Mother Nature. And it's rain. That's right. Right now, I will demonstrate what it might sound like. I think that was really bad. That was my rain with with distant thunder, you know, way in the distant horizon. Okay, distant thunder. Speaking of impressions, I just realized, what a great segue, by the way. I just realized that I'm a horrible impressionist. I realized this a week and a half ago. But James, don't say that. Don't doubt yourself. I appreciate you trying to build me back up and uh, restore my confidence in myself, but it will not do any good. But James, why? It usually does. You're right. But this time, there's proof that I'm bad at doing impressions. James, whatever do you mean? <laughs> because I usually do, ah, uh, you know, I do a few stupid impressions on this show. You, if you're a listener, 
have probably been accustomed to them and might even adore them on some level. One of them is my Pulp Fiction Ving Rhames. What now? Let me tell you what now. I'ma call me a couple hard pipe-hitting motherfuckers to go to work on their homes here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. You hear me talking here, Billy Boy? I ain't through with you by damn sight. I'ma get medieval on your ass. There's that one. <laughs> and my other more favoritist one, my uh, legendary Michael Caine. Michael Caine. One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So I steal them. Because he thought it was a good spot. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical. Like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, and negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> now, for a while there, I thought that was a pretty damn good impression. Not great. But I thought it was decent, you know? But in the recent history, I have realized that it's not that good at all. <laughs> but James... Why would you say such a thing? What is your proof? Well, thank you for asking. My, uh, fancy twinkle-toed friend. What are you implying, James? Nothing. I recently was on the Kevin and Bean show on K-Rock. James, that's fantastic news! Did they call you in for a guest spot? No. The fuck is the matter with you? No one hears this show. I've got like seven listeners for this show. No one knows that I'm doing this, let alone no one is ever going to invite me into a real radio station to do a guest spot. What the fuck is wrong with you? Go sit over there in the corner. Face, face the wall. You sit there until I'm ready for you. No, I called in. They had a, uh, a segment in which they were taking people that did impressions, right? And uh, I was uh, in my company vehicle driving to my first stop order whatever you want to call it. And so while I'm driving there, they're like, hey, why don't you call in and give us impressions and we're going to go to a commercial after the song, we'll take your calls, blah, blah, blah. So I was like a few minutes from my first uh, stop. I stopped the car and I park. I call K-Rock. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's see what happens. I call, I'm not kidding you. This has never, ever happened when I've called a radio station before. It went, hello, K-Rock. It's like, what the fuck? It was so easy. And it was some chick. I'm like, hello? And she goes, yeah. And I said, uh, are you still taking impressions? She goes, yeah, who do you do? And so, uh, you know, I try to sell myself a little bit. I was like, oh, I do Michael Caine. I do Ray Romano, Adam Carolla. She goes, oh, wait, 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 wait. She's like, who? She's like, just one. Like, who's your best? And I was like, uh, I guess Michael Caine. And she goes, let me hear it. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, I, I was on an audition, you know? So, you know, I did the whole thing. Like, one died. I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. And she's like, <laughs> okay, hold on. When I put you on, you know, just get right to it. Don't try to waste too much time. And uh, she's like, go for it. I was like, all right. And so she puts me on hold. And I can hear the uh, the people talking. You know, you're on, it's like a delay. So uh, I can hear it. I can hear them talking. And like I turn the radio up a little bit. And, you know, they're barely coming back from the, from the song they were playing. So uh, they're getting into the whole thing. And if you were wondering, my Ray Romano and my Adam Carolla impressions consist of this. Here's Ray Romano. <laughs> and here's Adam Carolla. That's about it. That's good enough, I think. If you hear that, I'm pretty sure you'll be like, Adam Carolla. Or Ray Romano. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't get to that. But uh, so 
you know, they, they introduce the whole thing and they, uh, I go on. Now, I'm going to play you. I'm going to play you a snippet of this show uh, featuring me. And you will hear what I heard, how horrible I did. Okay? Now, keep in mind. On that, uh, it through the phone, it sounds way worse than you hear me on this show here, right? It doesn't really sound like me, in my opinion, but nevertheless, it was still a bad impression, and it really opened my eyes. And you know, in a way, it did make me a little sad. I thought uh, I thought I had better better impression chops than this, but uh, now I I realized the f- <laughs> the sad fact that I'm not good at all. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm finally caught up with all of you. Now we're on the same page, so. Uh, also keep in mind that I was nervous as hell, and I was kind of rushing it. So anyway, enough excuses. Enough excuses. I will now play it for you, and you can enjoy laughing at my failure. Here we go. Let's move on to uh, James. Let's see what James has got for us. He's on line four. By the way, we'll take as many calls as we have time for. If you've got an impression, even if it's just one, even if it's just short, we want to hear it. 1-800-520-1067. Hi, James. Hey, what's going on, Kevin Bean? Who do you Hi. do? Who's your impression? I got Michael Caine. Michael Caine. All right, let's hear it. I think we there just we did. <laughs> One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing him away. So I steal them? Because he thought it was good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. It can be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> you know what? I, I got the delivery. I got to give him an E for effort. I'll yes. tell you that. I applaud him for delivery. That wasn't bad. That wasn't hey, I good. Do a, I do a great Paul Walker. Oh wow! <laughs> All right, Too let's soon. hear it. Okay, here we go. Ready? You're funny. All right, thank you, James. <laughs> I was afraid that we were going to hear like a car screeching into a tree. That was going to be my fear. There. All right, let's go to Chris. He- All right. <laughs> Oh, the impression was bad, but you know what? I'm happy with the appearance. I thought it was pretty funny, but uh, all right. Well, there you go. I just wanted to play that for you. Uh, (laughs) Radio history. All right, let's move on. Uh, Valentine's Day passed, and I never told you what I did for Valentine's Day, everybody. James? Oh, what? Can I come out of the corner, please? All right. What do you want? James, I have all the confidence in the world that you did some lovely stuff for your wife on Valentine's Day. I think you are just trying to suck up to me to get out of the doghouse and get back on my good side. Is it working, James? A little bit, I have to admit. You know, I really fucking hate you, but uh, when you get all sweet and give me those puppy dog eyes, it kind of works on me a little bit. Really, James? Does it really? No. No, it doesn't. Here's what I did. Oh, before I get into what I did, uh, the day before Valentine's Day, uh, I was with a coworker. I was uh, hitching a ride. We're down to one vehicle, me and my wife. And so uh, sometimes I take a ride with this guy. So we're, uh, we're driving back home and we go to an intersection. We're stopped at the red light. We're the first car at the intersection, right? We're ready to go. And so uh, <laughs> out of the side, out of the corner of my eye, I, I look across the street, and I see us, uh, this hardcore cholo, right? Hardcore cholo. He's got the bald head. He's got the white wife beater. He's got the long dicky shorts, right? The high white socks. Okay, I'm just painting you a little mental picture with my, with my paint of words. 
and he's got uh, the neck tattoos. You know what I mean? All the way up, his arms are all tattooed, the whole deal. Now, he's riding this fucking uh, beach cruiser, right? Looking all cholo-y. As he's riding across the street, what gets my attention, not the cholo part, that he's carrying a whole load of balloons that are like pink and red with hearts all over them. And he's got he's got uh, a bouquet of flowers and he's got a, a heart-shaped box of chocolates. Now, it was fucking hilarious seeing this hardcore asshole with his, he had this stupid, you know, they all have that tough guy look on their face. And he's carrying all this lovey-dovey shit. And I was like, look at this guy. Look at him. We had a good laugh. But it's like, dude, even even the toughest, most badass motherfuckers still got to kiss their wife's ass. You know what I mean? For Valentine's Day. Hey, honey. Like, you know, I got you like, you know, these chocolates, man. Like, and like these flowers, you know. So, you know, like we can fuck and stuff, you know. <laughs> like, I love you, girl. Like, you're my, you know, you're my shit. You're my hyena, I say. Anyway, so here's what I did. This is a, a tale of love and uh, procrastination, mostly. James, why are you procrastinating? You're supposed to put a lot of time and planning into your wife's day of love. Yeah, you would think so, but no. Uh, I think I'm just a real hardcore guy. I'm a real man. Now, I, I, procrastinate, I procrastinate with everything, and this is no different. So I had a plan. Like I told you, we had we had one vehicle between us, right? So I didn't I got I didn't have a chance to go out and do anything because like she goes to work and I'll carpool and so like you know we're like uh opposite schedules so so she on a on a Valentine's Day was a Friday. So I take her to work, I drive her in, and my plan is to drop her off, go take a trip to a couple stores, get some stuff, you know, blah blah blah. So uh we drop her off. My kid was sick that uh, that day before, my daughter. She was puking and shit like crazy. And so she was feeling better. So I dropped my wife off. The first spot I was going to go was at the store. So I'm getting out of the uh, the parking lot area where she works. And my kid's like, Daddy, I don't feel so good. And I'm like, nah, you're okay. You're fine. <laughs> She's like, I, I just, my tummy feels weird. And I was like, well, just hang on, all right? We'll just get over to the store real quick. And then, you know, I'll go straight home. Okay. So we get like another two miles. I'm not exaggerating. Like two miles. I'm going to this, uh, I'm going to make a right turn. And she's like, Daddy, my tummy really hurts. And I go, you're all right. Just, you're good. Daddy, Daddy. And I, I, turn, <laughs> I turn around and I look at her. And as soon as I turn around, I'm like, what? She goes, all over herself. And I'm like, fuck. I don't know what to do. We're in the car, you know, I'm behind other cars. I can't just like pull off the road. And I was like, fuck. And all I, you know, all I had was my little mini like uh, ice chest or cooler for work to take my lunch. And so I had like my little salad box in there. So I, I just like, you know, I see her like ready to heave again. I unzip that shit. It's one of those like igloo ones. It's like that uh, soft material. I unzip it. I shove it in front of her face. I'm like, just I'm like, let it go in there. And she fucking gacks in my, <laughs> all over my salad box. <laughs> oh, dude, it stunk. So I went straight home. The reason I'm telling you this is because I never got to go out to the store because she was fucking sick. And so I had to go straight home. It's like, damn it. All my plans are ruined. Now what am I going to do? You see, James, that's why you don't procrastinate. You know what? Go fuck yourself. My story isn't over yet. Even though you have a valid point, 
I still managed to pull it off. And let me tell you how. So we get home, clean up all my shit, you know, clean her up. Um, you know, she's not eating anything for the rest of the fucking day. And uh, she winds up being cool. You know, hours later, I took a shower, shit, and all that stuff. I'm ready to go. And, you know, I got to get my wife, like, in an hour or two. It's like, fuck. All right, here we go. Kids, sit down, fill out, the, or fill out. Make her uh, mommy some Valentine's Day cards, okay? Nice and pretty. Draw little pictures, hearts. Say I love you, all that stuff. So the kids are doing that. And, uh, you know, they do little cute ones and stuff. And then I get this idea, like, you know what? I'm going to make a fucking song. So we run it. No, not a love song. Okay, let me stop you right there. I'm not singing to nobody. All right? It was for my kids. So I come in here. I lay down like a little like quick guitar thingy. And uh, I was like, all right, sing to mommy. What do you want me to sing? <laughs> Just sing something. Sing uh, how much you love her and happy Valentine's Day and all that stuff. And so I didn't, you know, really coach them on what to do. I told her to say like a few phrases and all that. But then she got carried away with it on her own and she started singing her own shit. So let me, I'm going to play, well, I'm going to play with you after I'm done with this little segment here. So we recorded a song, right? So uh, I was like, all right, cool. Got the cards down, got the song down. And the song, the whole thing took me like 20 minutes, okay? I even like edited a little bit of it where I just moved their vocals just to make it the timing seem a little better because it was all over the place. So uh, I did that shit. You know, it was like a minute long. I uploaded it to my phone. And then uh, we took off. I'm like, yeah, how are you feeling? You feeling okay? I'm feeling okay. I'm fine. We go to like CVS or Walgreens or one of those. I run in. Like, we li- literally, we just walk in. I go to the Valentine section, grab a box of fucking candy. I know she likes. See this cute-ass monkey-stuffed animal? Fucking grab that. Let's get out of here. It was like less than 10 bucks. We run out. And I was like, all right, I'm going to find a place, uh, a woman on the side of the road selling flowers. I'll pick up some, you know, like 10 bucks worth of flowers. And then I'm fucking golden. I'm done. I didn't find one person selling flowers on the side of the road. I guess it was, well, I mean, it was late. It was like, it was like the eight-something. I was like, fuck. It's too late. I'm screwed. It's like, that's the, like the last thing I had in my plan. That was it. And so uh, she works at a mall. So I'm not going to tell you which mall it is. So we walk in the mall. I'm like, look, I'm asking people like, hey, they sell flowers here. There's a place right in the middle. I think they sell flowers. That's your that's your best bet. I'm like, all right, thanks. I go there. They only got a few flowers left, but I grabbed single ones, one red rose and one other rose as I like, dipped in glitter. Like it looks, it looks pretty, you know, but it's kind of corny, but it doesn't matter. So. I walk in there, my kids, one of them has a little bag, has candy in it. One of them has a bag with a stuffed animal, a little monkey with a holding a heart in it. They each have a flower, right? They each have their cards with them. I'm walking through the mall. I'm a fucking hero, all right, to everyone that's walking through me, through, past me in the mall. All the women are like, oh my God, look at that. Because they know we're going to have like a surprise to surprise their mommy, right? All the fucking chicks. Like, oh, look at that. You know, and all the guys are like, you know, oh, man, it's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. They, <laughs> I don't know why they're all cholos, but it was awesome, dude. We were we were heroes, right? Walk, walking through the mall. So we get to uh, the area that she works. We walk in. And uh, I spot her. I'm like, all right. And I, I <laughs> we've been down. I'm like, all right, go around this side over here and surprise her and say, happy Valentine's Day, mommy. And so they do it, and it fucking worked like a charm, man. It worked beautifully, okay? Now, we already had a plan because she worked on that Friday. And besides that, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day on Friday because it's bullshit, right? We're not going to a restaurant. So we, I told her, like, the next day we'll go out and eat somewhere and celebrate on Saturday. She doesn't work that day. 
So, uh, yeah, it was a perfect surprise, dude. I, I nailed it. She loved it. And I waited for her to get out for a little while. She got in the car. We started driving away. I was like, oh, there's one more thing. You know, you got another prize. I pressed play. She, her fucking heart melted, you know. Oh, my God. It's so cute. It was the prettiest song. I'm so happy. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I nailed it, guys. I didn't tell you something else, though. I already had a, a, an appointment scheduled for her for the next day to go. Dude, you're all going to hate me, okay? Or think I'm a fucking asshole. But uh, I, know, I know I destroyed all of you when it came to Valentine's Day. Lito, I'm looking at you. I know I killed you, too. Had this woman um, scheduled to get a massage and a facial. James, the facial could be something sexual. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I know all those jokes. Not that kind of facial. <laughs> when I made the appointment, this guy's like, it was a guy. He's like, yeah, we have an appointments for Saturday for uh, we got fit her in 2.30. How's that sound? I was like, that's good. Uh, who's going to be doing the massage? <laughs> I, don't want him to, I don't want him to say like, oh, that's me. And then I would have been like, nope, I'm out. No, thank you. But he's like, oh, Kim and some other chick. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, Sarah will be doing the facial. It's like, great. Dude, I fucking nailed it. She went to her facial. Or she went to her massage. She came back feeling great. We went out to, uh, to, to dinner with a gift card I got for Christmas. <laughs> it was awesome. I don't like to brag mostly, but I'm just saying that all of you, I fucking destroyed you this year for Valentine's Day, all right? I killed you. I killed it. I nailed it. And I got a little prize of my own later that night, if you know what I mean. <laughs> all right, so let me, let me play you the cheesy-ass, uh, the cheesy-ass, yet cute-as-hell song. That we made for her, me and my kids. All right, here we goes. Happy Valentine's, mommy. Happy Valentine's, mommy. Happy Valentine's, mommy. Happy Valentine's Day, mommy. We love you so much. I love you. Watch a movie. A turtle. And cuddle. You're the best mommy in the whole wide world. I love the moss. You're the best mommy in the whole world. Oh, look at that. I'm a fucking hero. I'm the best father and husband of all time. Look at me and my humbleness. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm fucking around, but uh, just wanted to play that for you. I thought you might get a kick out of it. And uh, here we go. Let's move on to bigger and better things. This week in root beer, everyone. Look at this. Okay, let me first start by giving you some bad news, all right? I was supposed to go to Peterson's birthday bash at the park. Remember I told you you invited me to the park? And uh, <laughs> invited me to the bathroom at the park? No, so I was supposed to go and bring the kids. I was, I'm not fucking around. I was looking forward to it. I really was looking forward to it. I really wanted to go. Wanted to hang out with them, you know. Uh, Lito was supposed to go. I really don't know if he wound up going because I didn't go. Because I got that shit. My daughter was puking, right? 
And then she gave it to my son, who I don't for whatever reason, it affected him in the way where he was like pissing out of his ass. And so then I got it and I got it the night before Peterson's uh, birthday thing. And so the next day, that whole day, I was shitting like a maniac. Now, let me tell you something. I felt terrible that I couldn't go. <laughs> uh, he actually like bought some special like root beers and stuff that because you know of this uh this weekend root beer that I do. So I felt like more of a dick because like oh man, I know they weren't just for me; it was for other people to try too. But you know, I'm pretty sure that the root beer thing was like you know like an ode to me. You know, special little thing. You know, I was like I had fun. so. Anyways, I felt really bad. He wanted me to try this thing called Dang Butterscotch Root Beer, right? And uh, my point is, my cousin Chuby heard that show, and she she knew that I didn't go, so she was at a store, not planning it, and she found this dang butterscotch root beer. She just happened to come across it and be like, "Oh shit, this is the one they were talking about," and so she bought me a bottle, and she even hand delivered it to me the other day. Okay, look at this chick. Round of applause, everybody. Everybody. How fucking nice is that? She works at a school nearby. She's a teacher. And afterwards, she stopped by and she gave me my own piece of dang. <laughs> so, Chuby, you badass bitch. Look at you. I uh, appreciate that. That's fucking cool as hell. Chuby is one of my seven listeners, by the way. And uh, I, <laughs> I appreciate her and the other six very, very much. Uh, I enjoy doing this, but it would be in vain if no one actually pressed play. And all you seven, the Magnificent Seven, thank you very much. Especially you, Chuby, above and beyond the Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, I was shitting out of my fucking ass all day long. And uh, this is how bad it was, okay? I know you guys love shit topics, so this is how bad it was. I shit like a maniac, just, you know, pour right out of my asshole. <laughs> Like like a stream, like a jet stream, like a geyser, right? It just shot right out of me. And uh, I clean myself up. I'm all done. I go and I, I lay on the couch because I'm all fucking out of it. I'm like, ugh. I, I lay down, you know, just wanting to relax. I feel like, you know, a little while later, I feel like a little fart coming out. So I kind of give a little push. It wasn't a fart, boys and girls. It was not a fart. I felt like this... uh it was, it was, I didn't really like, I didn't spray or anything. I was kind of like pushing slowly and I felt it just like ooze creeping out of my ass. And I'm like, no, that's never happened to me before. All right. So the rest of the time after I went to the bathroom really quick and, uh, you know, blasted some more. I'm not fucking around. I went that day about 13 times. I shit my, I shit 13 times in one day. Can you fucking believe that? I would shit, clean myself up, drag myself to the couch, lay down, and I'm not fucking around. Like, four times it happened. As soon as I laid down, I felt like I had to fucking fart again, and I knew it wasn't going to be that, so I'd run right back in there, and sure enough, more. I couldn't believe how much shit came out of me. <laughs> and I didn't eat anything the whole day, and I was like, how is there more shit coming out of me? This is impossible. And the next day, I shit two more times. Just like uh, water. 
pouring out of my ass. I'm not fucking around. Then after that, I was good. But I, yeah, I released everything from inside of me. All of it. It's so awesome, too, uh, when you realize how thin you look when you shit everything out. <laughs> but uh, that doesn't last long. So, yeah. That's, uh, once again, my fucking kids going to school with these other dirty motherfucking kids. And they're coming home and they're infecting me. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I didn't go to work on Friday. And I went with my wife to drop my son off in a kindergarten or a preschool. And I walked in that place. And it's fucking gross, all right? The place isn't gross. All those kids. I'm looking around. And uh, I'm just looking at the kids, you know? Just watching what they're doing. And even... Ah, this even bugged me, dude. This should be a fucking moment, but... It won't be. Uh, I got a few other things to cover with that. But uh, So this, this woman is sitting there with her kid. And she's like, you know... Apparently in preschool, you got to be in there with your kid for like 10, 15 minutes and then you take off. So a lot of the parents are in there and this kid starts coughing all over the place. <laughs> and she goes, no, why did I tell you? Cover your mouth. And she gets the guy, the kid's uh, hand and puts his hand right over his mouth. Now I wanted to go, no, you fucking idiot. You don't put your goddamn kid's hand over his mouth and that's helping the situation. Now he's got all those germs all over his fucking hand and he touches everything else or he touches other kids and there you go. And, and so it begins, right? But James, if they're supposed to cover their mouth but not with their hand, then what do they do? Well, thank you for asking. You, you are, well, I guess you're taught nowadays to cough into like the inside of your elbow, you know? That way you're not coughing and, and just spraying your fucking germs all over the place and you're not coughing into your hand and then start touching things with all the germs in your hand. That's the, uh, that's the plan. It's not foolproof still, but it's a fuck of a lot better than the other alter, uh, you know, alternative methods. So, uh, yeah, that place is fucking gross. Schools. I really, really am tempted to just say fuck it. You, they're being homeschooled, but then they'll be weirdos, you know? You know? <laughs> no offense to you if you were homeschooled. Actually, yeah, offense to you. You're a weirdo in some way, right? You've got to be. Not adapted yet. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I think I should homeschool them. I can see that uh, some of these little asshole fucking kids are rubbing off on my kid. You know, he's doing some stupid shit that they do. Maybe homeschooling is a great idea. And plus, I'd be a good teacher, I think. I would approach it the way Mr. Webster, my favorite teacher of all time in uh, high school history, he would uh, teach where he would get everyone involved in the class, participating, and also he would do, uh, I think I've said it before on the show, he'd, he'd give you scenarios so that you can further and clearly understand what he was trying to, to uh, you know, the lesson he was trying to convey. So like, I don't fucking know, I'm bad at this, trying to give examples, but you know, Let's say it's like a socialist, communistic, uh, all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, well, you're a communist, so he would hand out the same to everybody. And then, you know what I mean? You fucking know. <laughs> God, I'm dumb. You know what I mean? He would, uh, he, he would get you involved and he'd be like, oh, that's what that means. I guess really he wasn't that good of a teacher because I don't remember what happened. But I liked his approach. That's all I want to tell you. Let me, let me just... Let me just get away from this so I don't sound as stupid as I already do. 
Let's move on to... Uh, oh, no, I didn't finish. So my dang root beer is this week's root beer. I never told you what I thought about it. I have to tell you. It's fucking good. I'm surprised. Peterson, you were right. Uh, I really thought the whole butterscotch thing was going to be fucking weird. But it's really damn good. Apparently, I do like butterscotch. I <laughs> wasn't sure. I think the last time I had a butterscotch, anything was like those uh, C's. Do C's make it? C's candy? Like that square on a stick that you suck on? I haven't had one of those in fucking year, like a decade. But uh, yeah, I like butterscotch, it turns out. And this is fucking good. It's got that nice little butterscotch taste. And then afterwards, you taste the root beerness. I like it. It's very drinkable. Peterson, good for you, buddy. And Chuby, thank you once again. Look at you. But uh, even if it would have sucked, I still would say thank you. I mean, it's not like it's there's a contingency. <laughs> once again, Chuby and Peterson, good for you guys. I love you guys in each in your own way. Uh, I'm planning on seeing Peterson this coming weekend. Hopefully it works out. You know, shit happens. But we're planning on having a little jam session. Which I've been dying to do for a while because uh, it's been too long since I've been in a garage just making noise with someone. And uh, hopefully hopefully I'm not as fucking uh, horrible as <laughs> I could be because Peterson, I'm not sure if you know, is an accomplished bassist. Look at this guy. He's pretty, he's pretty fucking good. Hopefully uh, I can hang and we can come up with some cool stuff and I just have a good time. And afterwards, we might even, hopefully if everything works out, once again, do a... Ned Files podcast. Wow, look at this. We're scheming and planning. And you can check that out with his other shows on the netfiles.com and on iTunes. Cross promotions, promotions, promotions. There you go. Those are my those are my plans everybody. Now you know what I'm going to do. Okay, let's move on to something interesting and wild. In a little segment I like to call Stranger Danger. People <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. Let's go with the first little story here. By the way, Stranger Danger is a segment in which I group together some stories that might be strange or weird. Or maybe I just put them together because there's no other way to tie them together. And I don't have any clever segues, so I just throw them into a lump here called Stranger Danger. <laughs> Seems to have worked out so far. No one really complained. And if they did, then they didn't complain to me. So let's carry on with this, shall we? First story is about a porta potty, everybody. James, porta potties aren't strange or dangerous. Ah, aha! You were wrong, sir, on one account. They could be dangerous. In fact, near deadly. Now, anyways, let me just read it here. Check this guy. A Pennsylvania man was paralyzed oh, from the neck down. After relatives tipped over the porta potty he was using. Can you imagine that? How fucking humiliating is that? How humiliating. Okay, it's it's already embarrassing that they tipped the shit over. <laughs> Literally. So all that shit water, chunky shit, and piss get poured all over you. Now, now you're paralyzed. You know, they're already laughing at you. you know? <laughs> and uh, if you're paralyzed, can you, how did they even open the door? So he's probably in there for a while, right? Unless the whole thing broke apart. I don't fucking know. So, uh, yeah, 
paralyzed. Here's what he did. His name is Douglas Adams the <laughs> third. The third. Douglas Adams the third was taken at number two, and he apparently he's won five million dollars in a settlement. Douglas Adams the third was taken at number two and won five million dollars. There you go. The portable toilet manufacturer was sued. Its installer was sued, as well as his wife's cousins, Gerald and Barry. Wow, they sound like a couple of winners, huh? You know anyone named Gerald and Barry? Actually, Gerald is uh, the longer the long, uh, version of Jerry. So Jerry and Barry. Oh, boy. Couple of fuckheads those ones are. Hey, good old boy Jerry and Barry tipped over another porta potty they did. This time it backfired on them, so to speak. So they tipped over the porta potty toilet during a camping and fishing trip. Now, their big plan was to back up their truck against the porta potty so the door would be locked, right? So it wasn't like planned to tip it over. They just wanted to fuck with the guy and uh, trap him in there for a while. But uh, I guess the angle in which the porta potty was sitting, and I guess they probably hit it. <laughs> so it fell over. And yeah, now he's quadriplegic. Jesus Christ. Five million dollars. I'm sorry, dude. That's, that's just not, that's not good enough for me. Five, will you take five, would you take five million bucks and you'll, you'll, you'll be paralyzed from the neck down? No, right? That's a dumb, that's a dumb question. But uh, look at that guy. Uh, paralyzed from a prank. Be careful who you prank, boys and girls, and what you do to that, because it could backfire, and you'll be uh, up shit's creek. No pun intended. Actually, yes, it is. Here we go. Next up. Uh, oh, this is a actually this is a story from a second party. So it's not. I didn't tell it, or I didn't see it, or I don't know the guy, but I got a friend. You know, it's a friend of a friend type story. Take it for what it is. Uh, he told me the story that he was with his girlfriend and they went to her family's, some family house and they saw a guy there. He was sort of banged up and my buddy, I guess he's met him before. And he's like, hey man, what happened? He's like, let me tell you what happened. He goes, I was in a, a party bus, right? I don't know. He doesn't know where they were going. Not the guy in the story, but my buddy. <laughs> he didn't know where they were going. Uh, so anyways, it doesn't really matter. They were driving on some highway, freeway, and there was a bunch of people in there. Everyone's drinking and shit. And this guy, he went back to the bar to make himself another cocktail, and the bar was right behind the bus driver. So he walks up there. He's making his drink. He's done. He's facing the back of the bus, like all the people back there. They're probably bullshitting and whatnot. And the, the bus driver who's on the freeway, something was in the road. Something happened where he had to like jerk the wheel real fast. He reacted to something, and this dude lost his balance. And he went, he like fell backwards. And when he went to put his foot, you know, back to balance himself, there was nothing there because it was the step to walk in from the bus, right? So he falls back and falls down like little steps they got there. And he hits like the doors so hard that they pop open somehow. And he flies out of the fucking bus driving at full speed on the freeway. And he starts tumbling just like doom, 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 doom. You know, in circles, and there's cars that are behind him, and he's he's trying with each roll to to like push off the ground to get himself off the off the uh, the freeway to get on the side of the road, to, you know, to get away from the cars. And every turn or every uh, revolution he's making, and he's pushing off, 
he's losing a finger. <laughs> he finally stops rolling. And he's all fucking banged up, as you'd imagine. And he lifts up his hand or his arm. And all his fingers are just hanging by like, you know, threads of skin. Ugh. So none of them actually came off. Well, I mean, all the way off. I don't think. And so uh, this dude wound, wound up getting like a bunch of screws and shit put into his hands and his bones like, you know, screwed back into his hand. Anyways, he's all jacked up. And apparently, though, he's, he's on the road to recovery. But uh, I thought that shit was fucking crazy. And the, only, the remarkable thing is his face was completely like unscathed. He looked normal from his from his neck up. But his, his body's all, you know, road rash and his fucking fingers are all torn off. Ugh. Crazy shit, right? Yet another reason to not drink. <laughs> if you wouldn't have been drinking, that would not have happened. And as you may or may not know, I quit drinking and I'm almost coming up to four months. And stories like that make, uh, make it a little easier for me to not drink. So there you have it. That's your PSA. Is that yeah, public service? That's right, PSA. So there you go. Uh, next up. Oh, this is a, a a scientific breakthrough. Apparently, depending on the sex of a child, the mother will produce different kinds of milk in her breasts. All right. Now I forget. Don't don't quote me on anything. This this show is not about uh, evidence of hard hitting facts or solid information. This is a all hearsay and opinions. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, diff- you know, the, the, if you're a male, you require maybe more protein or some shit. I don't fucking know. You just need different shit. All right. To dumb it down for you because I'm dumb and that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so, you know, if you're a girl, you need different, different nutrients, different kind of things in your, in, in your, for, in your milk. So here's my question to everybody. It might be stupid because I'm not a scientist or it might hold as they say, might hold water. Who knows? What if there is a direct, direct correlation between babies and the milk they're given and whether they turn out to be gay or not? I know. I know. It sounds crazy, but it would make a cool fucking movie. <laughs> but uh, I mean, think about that. So what if, uh, you know, like it says, if you're, if you're a girl, you have different kinds of milk. So, yeah, I saw, I, you know, listening to myself talk, I sound like a fucking retard, but, you know, just, just go along with it for a little bit. But uh, so, so, you know, when you buy a formula from the store, if you don't breastfeed, they're not one for boys and one for girls. It's all the same shit. So what if you're giving your baby all the, you know, the nutrients that are for a girl... And you're making your little boy a gay, a gay guy when he grows up because you're giving him like the wrong chemicals and hormones. <laughs> you know? What if you never breastfed and you got fed formula? Do you have a higher chance of being gay? What if your mother dies at childbirth and you know, you have like a I don't know, does that happen? And a, another woman steps in and feeds you? And she has a girl and you're a guy and you're a boy and, and you're you're drinking from her? Do you turn out to be gay? I don't fucking know. I'm not a scientist. I don't claim to be. It makes perfect sense to me in my sci-fi world that I live in. I don't know. Just think about that. That's kind of cool. It's a cool idea. I don't know. There you go. 
uh, send me the emails, send me your hate mail, and <laughs> call me an asshole and an idiot at thedangerhour@yahoo.com. Thedangerhour@yahoo.com. Uh, yeah, or you can send me photos of yourself. I'll look at all of them. Or your mom doesn't matter to me. I'll check them all out. Anyway, here we go. Next up, did you know? Did you know? I mentioned before that dolphins purposely get high by extracting the toxin from a uh, blower. Was it pufferfish? Pufferfish? That was called. I think so. Anyway, they extract a, a certain amount of toxin from that fish somehow, or they absorb it somehow. I don't know to get a high off of it, right? And so uh, there's another animal. Apparently, there's there's quite a bit of animals that purposely seek out and get high. I mean, they seek out drug, not drugs, but different uh, methods to hallucinate. It's fucking crazy. The, the latest one that I heard about is a jag, jaguar. Uh, one of my personal favorites. But why, James? You don't like tigers? See, that's too mainstream for me. I like jaguars for this reason. For well, two reasons. You all know that I like dark things. I'm so dark and brooding. So I like black panthers, which are just jaguars that are all black, right? And I also really, really like the fact that they're so fucking strong, they can kill an animal and then drag it up a tree. That's insane. Okay? I don't think too many other cats can do that. I don't think they, I don't think they can do it at all, the other ones. Can they? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, anyways, so they, jaguars, let me look it up here. They, in South America, jaguars seek out the roots of a, I don't know how to pronounce this, it's Kaapi, Kaapi, C-A-A-P-I, Kaapi, Kaapi, I don't fucking know, plant, and gnaw on them, on the roots, until they start to hallucinate. Jaguars love to get high, and it's very common to observe this in South American forest. Isn't that fucking crazy? Doesn't that blow your mind? It should. Just like the, the, I don't know, this just reminds me of that whole uh, stoned ape theory. How, I don't know if you heard about this before, if you listen to Joe Rogan, you have. <laughs> that uh, something like uh, apes started eating mushrooms, you know, shrooms, and it started like making them hallucinate and expanding their mind. And they, next thing you know, humans are, are, we are how we are today because it uh, grew our intelligence somehow, fucking made us figure shit out. So what if this, what if we're seeing the same thing? In dolphins and jaguars, they're becoming more aware. And pretty soon, like, you know, thousands of years, uh, relatively soon, they're going to be talking. <laughs> we'll be able to talk to jaguars, you know? I bet jaguars would be dickheads. Dolphins would be cool as fuck. They'd be like uh, surfers. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> Want to go for a swim, bro? The jaguars would be dickheads, huh? Don't you think? I don't know. Just, all right, let's just move on. Anyways. Last, but certainly not least, this one is scary to me in the sense that I've never heard more about it, and it doesn't seem like there's people doing too much about it. Apparently, there has been a pyramid discovered beneath the ocean, on the ocean floor, and it's directly in the center of the area known as the Bermuda Triangle, all right? If you, if you're, uh, the Bermuda, fucking A, let me look that up because I'm curious. I don't want to sound like too much of a fucking idiot. Hold on. Let me look up the Bermuda Triangle. All right. <clears throat> the Bermuda Triangle, 
also known as the Devil's Triangle, is an undefined region in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean, where a number of aircraft and ships are said to have disappeared under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> so it's between Florida, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico. So, uh, I don't know, if you read on f further, it says, uh, you know, Popular culture has attributed various disappearances to paranormal activity or extraterrestrial beings, but that the Worldwide Fund for Nature, I don't know what the fuck that is, identified the world's 10 most dangerous waters for shipping, but the Bermuda Triangle was not among them. Hmm. Also says that uh, there's incidents that were inaccurately reported. So, you know, they're trying to, you know, dispel it to whatever the fuck is the word. And uh, anyways, what I've recently found out, I hope it's true. Is yeah, they've discovered in the center of those three points, if you go down into the ocean, directly in the center, on the ocean floor, there's a pyramid down there. I don't know how fucking deep this is, but I'd imagine it's pretty goddamn deep. And they 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 see it with um what's that like sonar? So it's like they send waves down there and it bounces off objects and it gives you like a map of what's down there, right? So, it's not a clear picture, but you can find the picture online. But it's like a sonar-looking picture, the image that it generated. And apparently, it looks like the sides of the pyramid are smooth. And they said that that's uh, unheard of, because it should be, if there is something down there, it's been there for a while, probably, it should be covered with, like, you know, all kinds of shit that <laughs> shit in the ocean is covered with. But it looks smooth, like glass-type texture. Now, this is fucking crazy to me, right? I love this stuff. What is the reason? Why is it there? I think there's, like, some people that are investigating it. But why isn't this, like, a top priority for, I don't know, like, the president? If you found that out and you were president, wouldn't you want to get to the bottom of that shit immediately? Send some people, like, all right, listen. This is interesting as hell. Go down there. Check it out. Let me know. Just, you know, do some initial testing reports. Or whatever you got to do. Let me know if this is like a serious endeavor. Or if it's just like, ah, it's dumb. All right? Come back to me immediately. If it's something worth looking into, let's go. You know? Fuck, dude. Aren't you curious about that? I want to know. What is it? Why is it there? Could it be uh, something? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a reason? They say the pyramids in Egypt are like coordinates and all that shit in space or whatever to, to coordinate. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. They match up perfectly with other stars and whatnot. Who knows, man? What if there's something going on? I think we should get to the bottom of it. And that's a pretty goddamn mysterious, intriguing one, if you ask me. All right. So that was... Stranger Danger. Thanks, Jim Morrison. That was amazing. Uh, all right. I told you before, the Academy Awards, right? I know uh, some of you hate it, but uh, I told you before that my plan was to watch all the nominated movies So, because uh, I like watching this shit. I get a kick out of it. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to watch all the nominated movies. Now they made up nine instead of five. Uh, which is, I don't know, I don't think I like that idea, but whatever. Uh, so, there's nine. 
and I told you my plan was to watch all of them so that I would know what the fuck was going on when I watched the show and I know which movie's which and who's who and blah, blah, blah. And I got a better idea of what's going on because the last few years I haven't had, you know, I haven't seen half the shit that was nominated. So I have an update. By the way, the show is this Sunday, March 2nd. And I really don't think I'm going to come close to, well, I'll come close, but I'm not going to watch all the ones <laughs> that I wanted to. Uh, I had to visit the black market because the only one available to rent right now is Captain Phillips, which I watched already, I told you about. And Nebraska is the other one. Those are the only ones you can rent. The other ones are in the theater, and I can't go to the fucking theater. I got kids, and my wife works, and we got one car. You know, it's just a mess. There's no way to go. So, and if I go to the fucking theater, I don't want to watch some, you know, shitty type indie movie. You know what I mean? I want to see something like I really want to see. So, like, I'm not going to go to the movies and watch Her. I don't even know what that is. I'm not going to watch a Philomena. Philomena. I don't know what that is either. Apparently, it's got, like, old people. <laughs> so, uh, but speaking of that, I saw Nebraska last night. Ah, oh, man. I don't know why that shit was even nominated for Best Picture. I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, it's really fucking slow. I'm not going to kill any movies for you guys because I hate that. You know, I'm just going to give you like a rough overview. Not even that. <laughs> it was just really slow. I mean, the acting was good and all that stuff. Uh, it was just really fucking slow. But uh, there's some there's some pretty funny parts in that movie, though. Like, there's this... It reminded me of my grandfather. He's these old white dudes. Uh, my, my Mexican grandfather, though. <clears throat> on my Mexican side. But uh, there's these old dudes. It's like Midwest people, you know? Like, they're all... Hey, what kind of car did you have? Did you? I don't know why I'm talking about my grandfather. <laughs> These guys were white guys. Hey, what kind of car? What kind of car do you have? You have a, you have a Buick? No, no, I, I never had no Buick. I had an Oldsmobile. That's the one. That's what was that about a seventy seventy nine? It was a seventy eight. Yep, that's the one, man. That, and that those old cars, man, they don't make them like they used to. Man, those things, those things will last forever. They'll they'll run forever. Whatever whatever happened to that car? It stopped running. Yeah, they'll do that. <laughs> oh, I got a kick out of that shit. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. That one was pretty whatever. But uh, real quick, so here's here's the list once again. American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, 12 Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Here are the movies that I've seen. I saw Captain Phillips, American Hustle, uh, Nebraska, 12 Years a Slave, The Wolf of Wall Street, and tonight, because of my black market connections, I'm going to watch Gravity, and hopefully... I can watch the other ones in the next few days. But uh, of, of the ones I've seen so far, uh, I have to give you my Oscar predictions. <laughs> American Hustle is like, okay, it's whatever. It's a fine movie. Captain Phillips is better. I liked it. Well, I liked it better. Don't know if it's a better movie, you know, if you're a stuffy fucking movie guy. But for me, Captain Phillips is way more enjoyable. Uh, Nebraska was slow as fuck. Wolf of Wall Street was wild. Wild-ass movie. Crazy. 
It's long, though. It's a little long. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, real quick. At times, it feels like you're watching like a straight-out comedy, like a fucking over-the-top comedy. And then other times, it feels like you're watching like a really crazy drama. So it was wild, like to just to see, and then to see DiCaprio in that in that role. He just did some shit you'd never seen him do before. It was pretty fucking cool. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave, man, that was a good one. I really enjoyed that one. Is it because you hate the black people, James? No. Actually, I really liked it because um, I think because of the opposite. Just because. I don't know, dude. I felt so fucking bad. Like, just what these people went through. God, it's fucking rough. Like, this one for me just seems like it's probably the most accurate when it came to, uh, from the movies I've seen, by the way. Like, when it came to being around that time. From what I could imagine it would be like. Okay? Not like, oh, well, how the fuck do you know? Just uh, from other movies I've seen, it seems like this one is pretty goddamn accurate. I would imagine, you know, just knowing how people are. Um... Fucking A. It's rough. But it's a good fucking movie. And that one, I think, uh, is going to win the best picture. I'm calling it right now. Even though I haven't seen four of the movies <laughs> that are nominated, my uh, ignorant ass is going to say, best picture, 12 Years a Slave. I think because the other ones, you know, from what I've seen, like, decent story, like, good acting and all that. But, you know, this one, like, fucking was... There was a reason the story was told. You know what I mean? It's important that you, it's important that you see this movie. I think it's very important to be to, for this movie to be seen. The other ones, in my opinion, are like, yeah, it's cool, but it's not important. You know, cool story or whatever. It's like I don't know. You can learn stuff from the other movies, of course, but I don't know. I think this one just really like matters. Eh, whatever. Best actor. I'm going to go ahead and guess that this time DiCaprio gets it. Just, you know, I think they fucking snubbed him enough. Uh, I think he, I think he did a great fucking job. Was he the best out of all the actors? I don't know because I haven't seen all the movies, but I'm going to say, maybe, wait, did I see all the movies in this category? I'm still going to say they give it to him. Best supporting actor, I'm going to say Jared Leto, even though I haven't seen Dallas Buyers Club. Just, uh... What I've heard, or you know, he won the Golden Globe, and I've heard great shit about it. And he fucking gets into his characters. He lost a shitload of weight. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jared Leto, Best Actress, uh, Kate Blanchett. This wasn't even nominated for Best Movie, Best Picture, but I saw this movie called da- uh, Sorry, Blue Jasmine. God damn it, she fucking crazy good in this movie. Super good. All right, Blue Jasmine. It's kind of like a the movie's. It's all right, but she did fucking amazing. Best Supporting Actress, I'm going to say, again, dude, this one was a hard one for me because uh, I didn't see a few of these movies. And based on the movies I did see, I wasn't that impressed. Like Jennifer Lawrence, like I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm kind of over her. It's like I know I'm watching her. You know what I mean? She doesn't make me get lost. I know it's her the whole time. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Lupita Nyong'o. She was from 12 Years a Slave. She did fucking great. God damn, it was a fucking good movie. So uh, there you have it. Those are my picks. Let's see how well I do. <laughs> and uh, oh, that's it. Wow, look at this. Hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully I get to watch the rest of those fucking... I, I got to go online, I think, and try to try to search them out. But um, yeah, I feel like I failed. Didn't watch all those fucking movies. <sighs> anyway, 
All right, that's about it. So there you have it. If you give a shit, those are my uh, those are my picks, and uh, let's see how well I do. All right, how about that? Okay, everybody, and let's close out the show, as always, beginning with I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's I fancy that. Fancy times, everybody. All right. My first fancy is... <laughs> I just My dad just told me this the other day. I thought it was pretty fucking cool. And I fancied the shit out of it. Uh, my dad, he's always had... Since he moved to his house uh, 15 years ago. He's always had an American flag in the front yard. I think he just likes the way it looks, right? He likes the flag. I mean, he's proud to be an American, but he's not fucking... You know, he's not that proud. He just likes the look of having a flag in the front yard. <laughs> That's all it is. He just likes it. And so uh, he's always had an American flag. And when they start getting ugly looking, he'll buy a new one. You know, he put in a fancy pole. <laughs> he just likes the way it fucking looks. He doesn't do like, you know, what you're supposed to do. And at night, shine a light on the flag. You know, all that shit. Uh, if you're going to have it out or put it away each evening, you know, if you're going to have it out in the night, I know, I know this is true, right? It has to be, I heard it somewhere. If you're going to have your flag, uh, you can't have it, you know, out at night, but if you are, you could have a light shining upon it the whole time. He doesn't do that shit. It just stays out there. So, uh, uh, the point is, so this kid next door, this young kid, one day my dad tells me that he comes up to him and he goes, Hey, Hey, Mr. James. My dad's name is James, too. Mr. James, you were in Vietnam, weren't you? And he said he looked at him, like, with this <laughs> look on his face. Like, he was kind of intimidated. And my dad's like, and uh, he, goes, he goes, I said, nah, I was in a different war. <laughs> what an asshole. But the kid was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah. And then he just, he just dropped it. But the point, the reason I fancy this so much is because the kid next door they happen to be, and the kid's a nice kid. I've met him before. He's a good kid. You can tell he's a good kid. But the, the people that live there are drug dealers, okay? I think they sell weed. And so they've been like raided before a handful of times. My dad doesn't live in the best neighborhood. They've been raided quite a few times. They never fuck with my, with my, with my dad or my mom or anybody, even when I live there. They never fuck with me. Even when I go there, they won't ever say shit. They'll even say what's up, you know? keep to themselves and mind their own business but the fact that they think my dad is some fucking crazy vietnam vet <laughs> i thought that was so awesome so uh you know I, I think that might and i'm sure he's not the only one that's thought that like i've never even thought about that if people would ever think that but but when he told me that i was like man that's actually that's a good idea you should like wave an american flag in, in your front yard at all times I and mean, even one of those like prisoners of war Missing in action flags. They'll think you're like some kind of crazy asshole. They won't even fuck with you ever. They're going to think that you have a temper probably. And that you have guns in your house. <laughs> you know? That guy was in war. and We're not going to fuck with him. I just thought that was like one of the coolest ways. To like detour someone from. Fucking with your house. Not to mention my dog Emo in the backyard. Who's part German Shepherd. Part Akita. And part Pitbull. That helps. But uh, I thought that was cool dude. Uh, having like this false reputation, but a cool one at that, you know? So uh, having a false reputation. I fancy that. Next thing I fancy 
is uh, I've been waiting to tell you guys about this show. It's on Netflix. I fancy the shit out of it. It's called Firefly. Yes, I was uh, late to get into this one. And the legendary fan favorite Super Dick, Super Dick, 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 has told me on this show, on past episodes, to watch that show. But I never did until I got sick. Uh, do you remember when I told you I got sick like three times? in October, November, December, I got sick like every month. So I had, you know, I missed like weeks of work, you know, week here, a week there. So I was on the couch all fucking day. So I watched the show finally and I got hooked. It's only one season, but it's a cool fucking show. If you like Star Wars, you know, it reminds me sort of like a Star Wars, like just the crew, the main guy is kind of like a Han Solo type dude. But uh, there's no aliens on the show. It's It's really cool. It's like, it's it's a uh, the future. It's like Earthlings, but in the future, I think like hundreds of years from now. Forget the exact year, but but uh, people uh, terraformed other planets because this one got too fucked up. We use all the resources, and so there's like a whole universe of Earthlings that just like live other places now. And everyone, every planet is like Earth, you know. And some people are behind in technology. It's like horses, horse and buggies and shit, and some. Some planets are like super advanced with flying spaceships and all that shit. It's really fucking cool. It's like a it's a western, but it's sci-fi, and uh, it's awesome. But it only lasted one season. Uh, I heard that that Fo- I think it was on Fox. They just fucked them over. That they didn't that they they played the shows out of order or something. It was weird. They didn't play the pilot first. They just started playing it like out of order. And so it didn't get the following that it should have, even though people started watching it and they started digging the hell out of it. But uh, since it was out of order, people didn't know what, were going on, what was going on with the show. Like, what is this? And then they, they changed the scheduling. Like they switched it to different days and different times. So it was basically, they had this great material. All right. They had, the guy had, it was, it's Joss Whedon, the guy that wrote the Avengers and Buffy. So he's got a good track record. He had like, the whole fucking, he had all these story arcs planned and all this shit. And they just dicked him over, pretty much. And this great material, and these characters and these actors and like the whole thing, just turned to shit because of this fucking studio. How aggravating is that? That you have this, this great material, like I just said. You know, you've got, the, people are responding to it. And then you just totally treat it like shit and, and you ruin the whole thing. Ah, it's upsetting. Anyway, so they got such like an outcry from fans um, that they, you know, they, I think they shopped it to some other, sh- some other network and they let them finish up the season or let them play the remaining shows they had that they were already taped or something. I don't know. I forgot how it went. But the show started building up like a huge following just from those, that one season of like 14 shows or whatever it is. And people fucking loved it. And so this is unheard of, apparently. So they made a movie. And so Firefly is the show. And it only lasted one season. And it just, you know, doesn't really end at all. It just <laughs> wraps up with whatever episode that was. And so they made a movie called Serenity. And I, I guess it's never been done where they made a movie from a canceled TV show. <laughs> so the movie was just to wrap up the story and all that shit, just, uh, you know, try to wrap it up. And they did a great fucking job. Cause I think it was like 
seasons upon seasons of material that he had. It would have been, you know, a lot of great episodes and all that, but so he tried to wrap it up in one movie and it was a cool fucking movie. If you watch the show, it's, you know, it just, I got in, I got all nerdy about it. So I know exactly what those people were feeling. And yeah, it is a bunch of nerds, but you know, if you, if you like nerdy shit, if you like sci-fi, you know, if you like superhero fucking shows and Star Wars, all the nonsense, you're going to dig this show guaranteed. Uh, I don't want to hype it up too much. I guess I already did, but but I fell I fell in love with it. You know, as corny as it is at times, but uh, I like the whole Western aspect sci-fi thing. So it's cool as fuck. The movie is even fucking cooler. Just you know, they took that uh, whatever. I'm gonna stop talking about it. Just check it out. It's on Netflix. Watch it before it goes off, because uh, Firefly and Serenity. I fancy that. <laughs> and now it's time. For the darker side of life, that's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you! Oh, yeah. All right. The darker side of life. Uh, the fuck you moment. I will now condemn something. And the first thing I will condemn for this evening, I will say fuck you too, is... Wow, I just... <laughs> I just read it right now off my little list here, and I forgot to warn you that I'm going to sound like a fucking insane asshole if you haven't you know, already figured that out for this evening. Uh, it's it's kind of out there. I hope you follow along with this. I'm going to say fuck you to this society that has to, us controlled by paint and light bulbs. But James, there has to be some law and order. Yes, I know. You're right. It still bothers the shit out of me that when I'm driving my car... I have to come to a light. Let's say I want to make a left turn, and it's a red a light bulb, a red light bulb, and uh, I can't go. <laughs> no one is coming. I can see in every direction. There's zero cars coming, and I can't turn left because of this red light bulb. It, it's funny to me, dude. It, it drives me nuts just the thought about that. And, uh, you know, there's this, oh, there's this paint on the floor. That means you can't go that way. <laughs> Uh, I, I know, I sound like an asshole, but it really still frustrates me and irritates me uh, r- really badly because they will be, like I just said, another example, you're driving somewhere, like let's say you're late for work, let's say you can see the intersection in every direction, but your light turns yellow, you're, you're coming up to it, like, all right, it's green, yellow, fuck, there's nobody around, nobody, nothing, if I just kept going straight, there's not a chance in hell I would get into an accident. And yet, this fucking light bulb says I can't go. <laughs> oh, man. It's retarded. It's retarded, but it's necessary. So, uh, just the idea. I guess my idea. Okay, let me just say it that way so that you can't get mad. It's my idea. Fuck, the, fuck you that you can control me with paint and light bulbs. All right, that's all I'm going to say to that. Next up. Because when I'm alone, I give you two. This one is very near and dear to my heart. I want to say fuck you to Boy Scouts. But James, Boy Scouts is a necessary thing for children. It keeps them out of trouble. Not those Boy Scouts. What I mean is Boy Scouts in the sense that they work for a company and they're Boy Scouts because they always have to do the right thing. They've got to follow every fucking rule. You know, you're not Superman, asshole. This is not your company. 
This is not your money. These are, in the most, you know, most of the time, these are million, hundreds of millions, maybe billion dollar corporations. And what, you're going to fucking, you're the law around here? Because it's there's a one rule. Let's say you see someone do something they shouldn't have done. Really? You've heard this story before. Come on. You know someone that got fired, right? Because, oh, they didn't do this. And it's in the policy, the company's policy. It's like, come on, dude, really? If it's something stupid, like, uh, you know, one of my dad's friends, he wasn't holding a fucking handrail walking downstairs. And someone ratted on him. because <laughs> You're supposed to hold the rail while you're walking downstairs. It's like, yeah, okay. Fine, I'm sure the policy is there for a reason. I'm sure, I'm fucking 100% positive, somebody fell down the stairs and got hurt. And the company's all trying to cover their ass. But you're, you're going to go rat on someone for that? You know? If the guy got hurt, it would be like, well, oh, fuck, you know what? I'm just talking and I'm, I'm really talking myself into seeing why they'd rat it on him. <laughs> because ratting on the guy, it's like... You know, it's going to prevent people from the future because, oh, he got in trouble. I better I better hold on to the handrail. Then it's going to prevent future accidents. I get it. But but come on, there are times where it's like you can look the other way or like, you know what? Come on, dude. I'm not going to rat on you, but you, you know fucking better. Just don't do that. You know, I'm talking about the Boy Scouts that just like they can't let anything slide. Oh no, that's wrong. I have to report it. I have to report you. I gotta fill out paperwork. I gotta make you know, make fill out the forms. It's like, come on, dude. You fucking kidding me? Okay, let me give you one that applies to me. This motherfucker uh, at this job I had one time. I walked in exactly the time I should have been there, or like the time I should start. So let's say it's six thirty, right? I walked in at six thirty. So technically, I'm not late, <laughs> but he tells me. He pulls me aside afterwards, like after, you know, people start going to work. Like, hey, I saw you come in yesterday. You were cutting it close. And today you came in right, you know, right at 630. And so I'm going to have to make a note of that. It's like, well, I'm here on time, though. But you should be sitting in your seat waiting, you know, at 630. You shouldn't be walking in the door. It's like, oh, my God. Like, you could have gave me, okay, fine, maybe I did it two times in a row, but you could have said, like, hey, if you were cool, you could have pulled me aside and be like, look, man, I don't want to write you up for, you know, a few seconds. You should have been here. So just try to get on top of it. And then if I did it again, then bust me. You know, Boy Scout motherfucker. (laughs) Now, I can see how both of my fuck yous are very debatable, but these are my fuck yous. All right, so they matter to me. And uh, if you could go along with me, then great. I love it. But if not, I think you got to fall into this Boy Scout category with me. So, possibly you, paint and light bulbs, and Boy Scouts slash gotta do the right thing, gotta uphold the law. You know, you're not Batman, motherfucker. You don't gotta have justice win every time. (laughs) Yeah, all you things... Fuck yeah! And that's gonna do it for me this evening, boys and girls. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. We've had our ups and our downs. Downs, as I figured out, I'm not a very good impressionist at all. Ups 
is when I gave you my movie predictions and talked about the Fancy Pants root beer that I had. Thanks again to you, Chuby. Thank you, Barry Peterson, for making that happen because my lips were a little happier tonight because of you with my dang butterscotch root beer. And it says in the little label here, dang, that's good. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, all you fuckheads, all you dangerous bastards, dangerinos, dangerfields, dangerlings, whatever you call yourself, I call you friends. Aw, oh, look at me. All right, I'll see you next time. As always, I close out every show by saying, stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later. Later.